Daniel. What's up? Oh, I'm fine by God's grace. How are you doing? Also? I'm great. I'm great. It's so good to be back here. Yeah, it is. I really love our conversations, honestly. Yeah. Okay, so I was reading the Bible the other time and I came across something that I think like we should discuss. Like it hits me so much. Like the revelation was like puff. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. So Matthew chapter 17 is mainly talking about the transfiguration. So in the transfiguration, Jesus went with um, the inner core. Yeah, Peter, James, and John, and they were at the Mount of Transfiguration. And on the Mount, Jesus was transfigured before them. And there came Elijah and Moses, though they were kind of sleeping or not sleeping, they couldn't really um, see. But then, what was revealed, the little that was revealed to them, you know, they, they were able to know. And after Jesus has spoken with Elijah and Moses and everything, then they came to their senses. That, oh, these people were really here. Even Peter was saying that they should do a tent for them. Yeah. Sleep talk, I guess. So, after that, this is where the main point is, or the main emphasis is. After that, Jesus came down with his three. You know, and when he came down, something was going on. Something intriguing mm-hmm. happened here that I want you to know. So, I'm going to read the verse. Matthew 17, verse 14. It says, when they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt down before him. Lord, have mercy on my son. He said, he has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. And Jesus replied, you unbelieving and perverse generation. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of the boy and he was healed in that moment. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, because you have so little faith. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move nothing will be impossible for you i think this is also in another version that i would like to read where jesus really addressed the boy's father and the boy's father spoke so we get to that but before we went we get to that what spoke out to me a lot was the fact that the boy has seizures and he often falls into the fire or into the water so Jesus just met Elijah and just met Moses. Elijah, we know, was the one who revealed to us that our God is a consuming fire. So mm-hmm. Elijah is known as fire. He was the one who, you know, commanded fire on the 50 and stuff. Like, yeah. he is a man that deals with fire. Mm-hmm. You know, fire was on his fingertips. He worked with fire. And with Moses, he parted the Red Sea. So, in a way, when you speak of fire, Elijah comes to mind. When you speak of water, Moses comes into mind. So these were patriots or let me say prophets in their generation that contain this certain kind of power or authority. And this speaks to me in a way that God used with signs. The boy fell into the fire or into the water. This just represents Jesus meeting Elijah and Mm -hmm. Moses. Yeah, Moses, yeah. So 
they couldn't and and the fact that they couldn't none of them could heal the boy mm-hmm. the boy felt it goes into fire goes into water but none of them could heal the boy mm-hmm. and jesus came and jesus said you unbelieving and perverse generation after jesus said all that he just casted the boy out. he rebuked the demon like it was easy come out of him and the, and the demon and the demon left and the boy was free it was so easy for jesus to do mm-hmm. this should tell you that in elijah's generation though they were revivalists and they did something they couldn't save you know all the people in moses generation though he was a revivalist he was a patriot he couldn't really save all the people he couldn't save them forever mm-hmm. but jesus came and what they couldn't do jesus has done jesus was the only one that could at that time that could you know heal the boy or cast out that demon this tells us that jesus's purpose was for him and for him alone no one could do it is that in in revelation that who can open the seal so that the the lamp of god he's the one that can open the seal Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who was slain he's the one that can open the seal so what jesus came to do die and rise again he was the only one that could accomplish that purpose and i believe that refers to us that there is a certain purpose that god has given us that only us can accomplish not yeah. no one else that can accomplish daniel like you have a certain purpose mm-hmm. that god has for your life yeah that you are the only one that can accomplish it mm-hmm. god has put certain things in you that can accomplish it that no one else can so mm-hmm. though these patriots all came, they were, you, you know, let me say they carried a certain kind of anointing mm-hmm. in their generations. If they, they couldn't save this, this one, this final one that would deliver the people forever and ever. Yeah. Jesus was the only one that could do it. Mm-hmm. So they had to come, you know, and I le- come and see the person whom they, they've spoken about. Moses had to come and come and see the person whom God spoke to him about. And this is the man, this is the man. I know you came to do some, but this is the man. This is the man that I've been telling you that will do it and mm. it, it will it will save the whole generation. That was it, it will even help you. What what you came and you couldn't do. This, this is the one that can do it for me. Look at him. Eh? Look at him. Subject to him. Submit to him. Because he is the one that will save the world. When you go to Mark chapter 9, you find the, the where you said you, you where Jesus addressed the issue. But something in Mark chapter 9 is very interesting. If you compare what all of them were all the other verses it's in mark it's in matthew it's also in luke yeah you compare what they say you know the father told jesus in matthew that the spirit throws him to the it throws fire. him into the fire and in throws him into the water yeah it throws him into the fire throws him into the water jesus met elijah yeah and moses presenting yeah. the fire yeah. and the water yeah. as you have you have nicely explained and that's amazing though yeah. yeah like after such an encounter he meets he meets such and it's no coincidence that he meets yeah, such. Yeah, yeah. listen and if you read mark verse 18 it says and whenever the spirit seizes him it throws him violently to the ground then he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid mm. so i asked your disciples to cast out the evil spirit but they couldn't do it and jesus said to them you faithless people how long must i be with you how long must I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. You see, when they brought the boy, but the evil spirit saw Jesus. He threw the child into a violent convulsion and he fell to the ground, uh-huh. writhing and foaming at the mouth. Then Jesus asked, How long has this been? 
happening yeah. and the father replied since he was a little boy the spirit often throws him to the fire yeah or into the water trying to kill him have mercy on us and help us if you can and Jesus said what do you mean if I can <laughs> anything is possible if a person believes the father instantly cried I'm sure this is what you're looking for yeah the father instantly cried I do believe but help me my overcome hand. my unbelief yeah. he said when Jesus saw that the crowd or the onlookers was growing he rebuked the evil spirit and this is where I want to send down okay, okay he said listen you spirit that makes this boy unable to hear and speak yeah i command you come out of this child and never enter him again wow you should think in another version you say you deaf and dumb spirit yeah you should think that a spirit that chose a guy into the fire and into the water is a spirit of death because yeah. he's trying literally trying to kill him yeah. or a spirit of destruction yeah but no wow. jesus saw and knew what kind of spirit that was yeah you get it he so instantly knew that this is a death and damn spirit yeah if jesus called out and said you spirit of fire and water come out of him the spirit is not a spirit of fire and water he will no. stay there instantly <laughs> quietly but see how the spirit of wow. the death and damn spirit is operating yeah it's operating by throwing the guy into violent convulsions hmm. violent convulsions why is the spirit of death and damn violent wow no, if a spirit is of a deaf and dumb spirit, a deaf and dumb spirit should cause someone to be what? Deaf and yeah, dumb. Yeah, that means yeah. the person will not hear. Yeah. The person cannot speak. Yeah. But I don't know if that was the boy's problem because the yeah. father didn't say that the boy is not speaking. Yeah. No, the boy. He said he often throws him. Yeah. So that's the spirit. That that's the manifestation they see. Yeah. You get it. So for you know the disciples were dealing with an issue of a spirit that throws the guy into fire Whoa. and into water. Yeah. Yeah. they are dealing with such an issue yeah but jesus comes having received this revelation, revelation. from elijah and moses wow. he comes and he knows the kind of spirit this is wow. he knows that it's not it's not about the fire nor is it about the water elijah's uh listen ministry was a ministry that hid from god <laughs> wow so he hears from god he speaks yeah moses was a deliverer yeah god gives him a message he goes to see yeah you get it yeah so the moment moses missed that ministry of speaking yeah. god says you will not enter the promised land Ooh. he said talk to the rock yeah moses didn't talk to the rock when moses didn't talk to the rock he has not fulfilled that ministry oh true you get it sure you understand sure amen yeah, amen i'm, I'm, I'm yeah. downloading it <laughs> you understand so jesus knew that so that was what, what that was the issue yeah men were seeing something so that's why the disciples couldn't handle it yeah because they didn't know the root cause yeah they couldn't see the root cause they knew the manifestation this yeah. is a spirit that throws the guy into this the spirit yeah. that throws the guy into this yeah. if they see someone with leprosy spirit of leprosy yeah, they rebuild the disease yeah. they heal the man someone who can walk mm -hmm. someone who is crippled mm -hmm. they speak to the issue yeah but here is the case you don't know the issue yeah you don't know the issue and god has brought a sign in yeah. a boy yeah a sign it was a death and dumb spirit yeah. and like you said god brought the the people to witness that this is the only one who can save them yeah their issue was not about the fire yeah nor was their issue about the water yeah their issue was that the people couldn't hear wow nor could they speak to god yeah seeing they see not hearing they hear yeah, not. not you understand <laughs> jesus himself said it and it was prophesied by isaiah and so jesus had come to solve that issue Woo! You get it. Yes, I get it. He has come to solve that issue. Hallelujah. Amen. And 
to continue with what you said i want us to go deep into this deliverance ministry mm-hmm. yes so the fact that jesus when he encountered the the demon possessed or something he just casted and he it was just an authority like mm-hmm. come out and it was out and i'm sure the disciples because they couldn't they were trying to do skirmishes mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's like why is it not coming so they were trying to do skirmishes and you know it's not coming and i that led them even led them to unbelief the mm-hmm. disciples themselves even to unbelief because ah, we casted out demons they've come out so why is this not coming hey is this that our, our authority is gone mm-hmm. or something and they were doing shenanigans <laughs> yes so the man you know was like i, I gave it I, I brought my boy to your disciples but mm-hmm. they couldn't heal him i'm sure it was frustrating for him yeah. like they couldn't heal him because it's the same people Jesus people, sent out. Yes, and Jesus were healing sent the out. sick and the demon possessed. Oh my God! Responded to them, but this is like a special case. Yes. Yeah. So is it that is it a strong demon mm. or something? But in my understand, Jesus came and he just spoke, mm-hmm. and the demon was out. So it wasn't the fact that the demon was strong mm. and that the authority Jesus gave them was for some demons and was mm. not for all. You know. Jesus gave them authority over all. Yeah. We read in scripture that, the, you know, Jesus has authority over all in heaven mm-hmm. and on earth. He has authority. So the authority Jesus gave them was over all. But what was the problem? So that means that if you command a demon to come out, whoever you are, whether you are grown up, because these people, they were not matured believers. They were mm-hmm. disciples. They were mm-hmm. not matured. <laughs> because a time came where they did some things mm-hmm. that we realized that, unless jesus had died when jesus died and resurrected then they were transformed Mm -hmm. you know they were hearing you know but then they were not really transformed Mm -hmm. so they were babies in a way they were babies Mm -hmm. and they they had they were even had power to cast out demons so that means you don't without even without the indwelling of the spirit even without the indwelling of the spirit they had power Mm -hmm. so that means you don't have to you know get a certain level before you operate in the miraculous or cast out demons so you don't have to do shenanigans right to cast out the demons you don't have to pray for 30 minutes this is not biblical Mm. you don't have to pray for one hour two hours when i got this revelation i just felt so deceived because it's not biblical you know we see people and they are trying to deliver people hey then it's like the demon is fighting with them what's your name my name is this i won't go you go i won't go like the the authority that christ has given us mm-hmm. is powerful enough that when you just speak it it's not even about your tonation yes some people are moved by the holy spirit but it's not even about your tonation just saying that i come out it has to obey mm-hmm. Because it's not about what you're saying, but it's about the authority you are using. Mm-hmm. And that authority is Jesus. When Moses was crossing the Red Sea, God said, what is in your hand? He said, a staff. And he put the staff there and immediately the sea had to open. The mm-hmm. sea obeyed the authority of Moses' staff. And that staff is the name of Jesus, the authority we have as believers. So when we utilize the name of Jesus, that authority to cast out a demon, it's not about praying 30 days. Or, you know, it's not even about, I'm trying to fast and pray to cast out the demon. Let me get this straight. Jesus, let me go into that. Jesus said that this, Jesus told the disciples that when they asked that, why couldn't we cast out the demon? Where is it? Jesus said that, 
verse 29. Jesus said that this kind can come out only by prayer. It's not about you going to fast about the demon, but it's about you staying in a, a place of fasting and prayer. Mm-hmm. What does fasting and prayer do? Fasting and prayer increases your faith. Fasting and prayer increases your belief. And before saying this, let me go. Let me go back a little so that we get some understanding to what I'm saying. When Jesus came down, and the man brought his son, Jesus asked the boy's father, "How long has he been like this? From childhood." He answered, "It has often thrown him into fire and to water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us." And Jesus said, "If you can, mm-hmm. ah, so you don't believe it is possible." by saying if you can like you don't believe it it says that everything is possible for the one who believes immediately the boy's father exclaimed i do help me overcome my unbelief hmm. so the problem wasn't the authority the problem was unbelief mm-hmm. the man's father didn't believe that is why his son was still in that condition because he didn't believe so what did jesus do when the man said help my unbelief then jesus commanded the demon so Jesus first had to deal with the man's belief system. Mm. Then he commanded the deaf and dance with and it came out. Mm-hmm. So going back to what I was saying, Jesus said this can only come out by prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting is to build your faith, faith up. Yeah. It's to make you sensitive to God. It's to make you sensitive in your spirit, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not that I'm going to fast so that the demon will leave, but I'm fasting so that I'll grow. I'm faster so that I have more faith. I'm faster so that I'll increase in my faith. My yeah. my belief will increase. It's not about you know fasting to get more authority. The authority is standard and mm-hmm. the authority is powerful. So if you know there is someone who is possessed by the demon, yes, you can cast them out. Jesus said, For all who believe, you can yeah. cast it out by a simple word, come out. Mm-hmm. By a simple but many of us try to do these things without belief. Wow. We say we believe, but we do not. Mm-hmm. And I, that's the thing, the thing the man prayed about, help my own belief. I, I believe that's a prayer that we should be praying about. Mm-hmm. Help my own I always pray that God should increase my faith. Increase my faith. Yeah. Help my own belief. Yeah, that's very true. You see, the man said that he, he believes, <laughs> but God should help his own belief. And like you are saying, that, that's, the, that's what prayer and fasting fixes. So you realize that when Jesus came and the and the the man told him that your disciples were not able to cast the the, the evil spirit out yeah yeah and jesus's reply we most often think that jesus's reply was to the disciples no. that you faithless people how no. long must i be with you how long must i yeah. put up with you yeah. bring the boy to me yeah. he, he was not blasting his disciples no, no, he was no. blasting the people yeah yeah he was blasting the people yeah you get it yeah his disciples all of them <laughs> they, they were blasting the people we mostly like to point fingers yeah. but he was blasting he was blasting yeah. all of us and his word is, is true you're blasting us too yeah you get it he yeah. was he was giving it to, to he was giving <laughs> his peace of mind to all of us yeah. and he even exposed the issue yeah faithless faithless you faithless people so the guy so when the guy was talking when the man was talking because of the conviction he spoke yeah. Bible said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Yeah. Because of his conviction, yeah. that's why he said that, help us if you can. Yeah. Just like, if you can. Yeah. You are going to go, God, and you are going to go like, if you if you do it, do yeah. it. If you're not. And you see, 
and to to us it may seem like like he has come in the sincerity of his heart yeah but that's not the sincerity of his heart yeah god doesn't want you to come to him with with uh, with a may maybe god can do this <laughs> no, no 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 he doesn't want you to come to him with me i read yes yes and i was reading james and james said that a double-minded person shouldn't think you receive anything from god true, true. and what is a double-minded sometimes we like to think of it so far away you know it's a double-minded person yeah. i'm not a double-minded person but you know maybe this guy this person <laughs> is double-minded if he's thinking of this yeah. and also thinking of that no double-minded it can be so it can be so simple it can be so true it can be so close to home as sure. much as thinking like even the slightest doubt yeah. of god's power is a double-minded person wow yeah like wow i have cough but uh, jacob prayed about his cough his cough didn't go and oh. i must have, i'm also going to pray about my cough <laughs> Will go? okay hmm. god i bring this cough before you i don't like this you quote all the scriptures and everything but deep in your mind you have this understanding that this person didn't pray about cough this person took medicine so um if it doesn't go i'll take medicine uh, and that's double-minded god can already see the end result of whatever we are doing you yeah. can see the root cause and he says that no that's a double-minded person he wants you to believe that it is god or nothing yeah and so it makes me understand that the level of our faith determines the level of spiritual experiences we encounter wow the level of our faith determines the kind of things we will receive from god wow you get it. the bible yeah. says that everybody that comes to god it must come to god knowing that he is and is a rewarder of those who diligently seek, seek him. him you get it so once that jesus dealt with the man's issue of faith his boy got the healing wow. you understand yeah. once he dealt with the issue so it's like the guy was talking and said like if you can the if you can it seems something so small Ambiguous. like why why would jesus stress on the if you can i mean jesus we know you can yeah. but why is it jesus's issue if the man thinks he can or not like yeah. why do you care if people think you can or not you will know you can't yeah, yeah. but jesus is like no this is a matter of you mm, your heart it doesn't matter if the pastor believes i can do you believe i can yeah that's the thing you get it yeah and some of us put our, our listen our faith in the man of god rather than in god yeah in the god of that man yeah. We put our faith in the man of God. Yeah. And so if it doesn't happen, we feel like the man of God has failed us. Yeah. This man of God is not anointed. Meanwhile, it's I you. Should, I should, let me share something I heard. Um, I heard something from Pastor Emmanuel Iren. Yeah. Pastor Emmanuel Iren said that he had he had he had a sibling or he had a yeah, he had a sibling who had goiter. Uh-huh. Now this guy this is an anointed man of god he had a sibling who has goita and they were praying for their sibling and everything and they prayed they prayed and prayed and prayed and sometimes the sibling will call him and tell him that she's going to this man of god's church mm-hmm. and he's like oh once you go there i'm sure that this thing this issue will be a it will be a done deal you'll get your healing she goes and it doesn't happen mm-hmm. then she, maybe another week she tells him that she's going to this man of god another man of god's church he's like oh i know this man i've i've sat under his anointing he is very anointed you go he'll go god will deal with this issue for you she goes and she's not healed hmm. like three consecutive times goes and he's not healed so he begins to doubt in his heart if this thing this thing god called goita if it can be it can be healed he's a, he's a pastor anointed man of god then he was in a session session 
one time and the Holy Spirit spoke to him and told him that there's someone here you have a sibling or a, a relative who has goiter tell the person like you should tell the person that God has healed it and because of that experiences in his subconscious that he didn't want to say because he felt like if this is not God what if I say it and it doesn't happen because of those experiences you get it and so it's like it was pressing on him and he said it when he said it the person came later and testified but the person received it and said oh you received it the person came to say that he was in a meeting and pastor said this and this and this and he has a cousin a cousin that the whole family has been praying for she has goiter it has it has affected her uh, emotionally has affected her physically she doesn't want to go out so she's stress eating and she has gained weight so when the cousin told he told her that i'm in a meeting and they mentioned your situation i believe it's healed and so with so much faith and so much joy the person told her then she, the, the friend um the relative wasn't so she didn't receive it with much joy because she has been in this situation she has heard this thing people have prayed for her it's not gone and so she was like she's up for a, a checkup i think next week so she went to check up after she checked up because she's big she didn't see the reduction in the water because she had gained weight she didn't see when they went to check they said there's no trace of it in her system no trace wow. the guy came to share his testimony and pastor Emmanuel Aaron said it was conflicting for him wow that moment god told him that there's nothing i cannot do wow so he had to so he has healed people but when it comes to the issue of god it's like a gray area he doesn't want to touch okay he also said there's nothing i cannot do so that was a faith increasing moment for him wow and that's why jesus said that this this can only go out by prayer and fasting yeah he wasn't talking about the spirit he was talking about your faithlessness yes your faithlessness can only yes. go out yes. by prayer and fasting yes and so when you you build your faith and my church fortunately for us in this season my church icgc is, is doing their 40 days of power yeah. 40 days of waiting on god and praying yeah. and in in such a season like that we build faith we build faith yeah we build faith this has given me this has given me a whole different perspective about fasting mm-hmm. first you know when we fast okay not for me though but um we we, we fast for like things god mm-hmm. do this for me yeah. breakthrough then and this and that but then now when i fast i fast you know to get close to god to mm-hmm. build my faith to mm-hmm. increase my faith for yeah. the next season increase my faith increase my faith help me to believe because we are, we are living we are canal beings living in this world in this canal world mm-hmm. and if you make the least mistake you wake up the next morning and you'll be canal the whole day if mm-hmm. you if you don't you know set and um, spark up the fire inside you mm-hmm. you know ignite the fire inside you get close to god walk with god each day mm-hmm. there's something that i always post on my status my whatsapp status you know yeah. another day to choose you like mm-hmm. it's i understand it to be the fact that me getting to work with god each day you have like every day i have to work with god again it's it said in scripture they are new every morning yeah you know so me working with god me fasting and praying Mm -hmm. it's even increases helps me to fast and pray not like i'm just fasting for things Mm -hmm. i'm fasting for my faith to increase so if my faith is increasing god is saying that he's blessing me something then i can hold on to it and it's i'll see it manifest right yeah because there are certain things that happen certain things you've seen certain things that people have said sometimes 
uh, I see this thing that people are fasting from social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's cool and all that because there's a lot of things that you see there that sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to close from it and stuff. But it's not really about fasting from. It's about fasting too. Mm-hmm. You are not on social media. But your friends are speaking to you. Mm. People are speaking to you. So it's not about I'm fasting from social media, but I'm fasting to God. Mm-hmm. I'm fasting for God. I'm fasting to increase my faith. Yeah, I want to go on social media so that I fast to increase my faith. I want to block everything and just hear God's voice for mm-hmm. myself. It's not about I'm fasting from social media so that... <laughs> yeah. Yes. So that really speaks to me a lot. That the fact that our, our generation is faithless. I remember when working in the corporate environment, you know, you bar- mm-hmm. the days I heard it, I was shocked. My boss told me things like, it, it was it was funny like i i, I can't really share them it's 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 something yeah. it's something like he said things and the people there also believed and people that are things that they, these are truths but then they are it's like they were so carnal like ah they totally discarded these they, truths it's like you guys are older than me mm-hmm. <laughs> if anything as um, Elihu said in Job, I thought wisdom was in the aged, mm-hmm. or understanding was in, in, in the old. But nah, it's like <laughs> not to disregard them or anything, but they lacked understanding. They lacked understanding. They had the wisdom of the world, but they didn't have the wisdom of God. Mm-hmm. And all these things is because we are a faithless generation. Yeah. How many times do we seek God? Fasting is going to seek God. Mm-hmm. Seeking God. Yes, I may not be able to fast, you know, three days straight, like how people fast. But in the little that I can fast, I can ignore everyone and just seek God. Mm-hmm. I can be consistent in my fasting and just seek God. To know Him better, to grow, to have faith. So I can spend the whole day, you know me, I can spend the whole day just... Mm-hmm listening to sermons that God has directed me to listen, reading the Bible. And when God is involved in your fasting, when you seek Him, you will find Him. When you draw near to Him, He will draw near to you. Mm-hmm. So as I've taken the first step, I'm not seeking you for things. I'm seeking you to increase my faith. Mm-hmm. And that faith will get me everything that I need. <laughs> so as mm-hmm. I'm seeking you, God will help me to fast the more. God yeah. will help me. I remember one time, um, I don't know if I told you about it, I was fasting eh? And that day I was hungry, so I decided to, I don't know, but I bought both floats, mm-hmm. both floats, puff puff, and I bought a porridge, you know, you know, cocoa, and I was about to drink it. I was fasting, though. I knew I was fasting that day, but that day I told myself I won't fast. So when I went, I think I finished, I was going out, and I went to check on my, my buffalo, my puff puffs, ants were all over. <laughs> <laughs> God had other plans. I said, I, won't, I can't eat it. I said, I won't do it again. God had other plans. Yeah. <laughs> like, God, I just knew that it was a clear message that God is saying that hey, need to fast, I need yes. to fast. And and I fasted. And it helped me. Mm-hmm. It helped me. Like, it built my stamina. So it's not about me trying to fast 40 days, me trying to fast one day. No, it's about me allowing god to help me to fast or seeking god so that my faith will increase that about this fasting thing and and prayer it's like people have the wrong perception or people do it in the wrong way 
And here, Jesus just told us to do, you fast to increase your faith. Mm-hmm. So if I fast, God told me that I have to fast on the word. And I'm, a specific scripture safe. I should mm-hmm. fast on that. So I memorize the scripture. I understand the scripture. I just allow the spirit to re- reveal to me. And he even leads me to sermons on that particular scripture. Before I finish my fast, my faith is increased on that particular thing. If it's less yeah, about healing, just as you said, mm-hmm. no about the man of God like then my faith has increased for healing then I I have that faith for healing I have that faith yeah so I think that's it about fasting and prayer do you have anything yeah you know the it's true yeah like you when you fast it builds your faith concerning something some people embark on fast like they have a target for the fast and it's Mm. encouraged to have a target for the fast because sometimes that can give you some motivation yeah yes yeah, you're just going to fast i'm just fasting you don't know why you are fasting yeah yeah so have a target some people have a target that at the end of this fasting i want to see a change in this in my life yeah good the fasting and praying you are praying to yeah like you're praying it's not that is not what is going to cause the change yeah good that is what is going to open up your faith to be able to handle that yeah yeah to build more faith for that change but at the end of the day you see that you you received what you fasted for yeah but then to receive a similar thing you will not have to fast that long true you get it true i'm going back on uh, fasting and says oh at the end of the fasting i want i want my gifts to be sharpened yeah when you pray and pray and pray and pray god shows you your gift god shows you uh you, you see the manifestations of a gift maybe prophetic maybe healing mm-hmm. and it's like wow yeah it's there you get it yeah. at the end of the fast like ah, i've achieved my target like my faith my, is my, increased yes your faith is increased the gift has always been there it's not that during the fasting god brought the gift the gift no. has always been there <laughs> your faith has been increased to use the Accommodate gift. The gift. good so that now that you are using the gift realize that so to professor you don't need to go on a 30-day fasting journey again yeah but when you get to a certain level you realize that no i feel so dry i feel like i've utilized this kind of i need yeah. something more yeah, so then sure. you're back on another fasting again and you're at the end of the fasting first of all you were prophesying you were, you were you were giving word of knowledge word of wisdom but now you enter into a new realm of prophetic intercession wow and you are just praying for people and you just know what to pray about yeah even the person didn't know that this is the issue but yeah. you just know what to pray about yeah. and the next fasting journey you go on something more like it's mm-hmm. built on that yeah yeah, this this didn't really spoke to me fine. Mm-hmm. It's as if God was speaking mm-hmm. through you to me, like Glory. <laughs> honestly. Glory. Yeah. Let me share something with you. In verse 22 of the Mark 9. Um verse 21, Jesus asked, How long has this been happening? The father said it has been happening since he was a little boy. Yeah. Yeah. The father replied, Since he was a little boy, the spirit often throws him into the fire or into the water, trying to kill him. Have mercy on us and help us if you can. And so he realized that this thing has been happening since the guy was a kid, a yeah. child, since he was a little boy. So it means that the says twelve years or something. Really, I think so. So it means that the the boy that they brought was not so little; he was quite grown. Mm. Now, this, when Jesus Jesus rebuked the spirit, he said in verse twenty-six, "Then the spirit screamed and threw the boy into another violent convulsion, mm-hmm. and left him. Mm-hmm. The boy appeared to be dead." Mm -hmm. the memo ran through the crowd as people said he is dead but jesus took him by the hand and helped him to his feet and he stood up 
I feel like this is a very you know I was coming to talk about it really <laughs> I was coming to talk about it after you finished talking oh, okay continue so I feel like it's a very it's a very important part it's not just something that very happened. true very true it's not just something that happened it's not just something that happened I believe that it's a representation of when we when we come into Christ yeah you get it yeah when we come into Christ now these people these people who murmur, they remember run through the crowd. These people who murmur, yeah, they saw what was happening before. Yeah, the spirit is in the boy. It throws him into violent convulsions. Yeah, and everything. Yeah, the moment that is gone, yeah. the people feel like the boy is dead. True, true, true. Why would you think the guy is dead once the convulsions have stopped? True. Wasn't that the issue? True, true. But the people feel like he's he's dead. True. And their memory, they are saying, oh, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead. Yeah. And Jesus comes and takes him by the hand and helps him onto his feet. So the boy is not dead. Hmm. And it, it brings a picture of someone who comes into Christ. Yeah. The old things have passed away. We have died to sin. Yeah. So the world Ooh. sees the believer and says that, oh, this guy is not living again. Yeah. Oh, this guy is not enjoying life again. Wow, wow. Oh, no, he's, he becomes so boring. He doesn't know how to, to have fun. He doesn't know how to enjoy life. Yeah. I heard something. I was watching a reel. And someone's like, someone's like, so those of you who don't drink alcohol, what do you do over the weekend? And the Christian <laughs> replied here. She replied here with tongues. We pray. <laughs> we pray over the weekend. Yes. We speak in tongues. We yes. communicate with the Father. Yes. <laughs> so the world thinks that these things are enjoying life. Yeah. So when somebody drops that thing, when somebody stops sleeping around, when somebody stops fornicating, stops womanizing, they think you are dead. Because that's what they know. That's what Good. they... That's what they term as life. Yeah. Now, to the boy had received freedom. Wow. He had received freedom. And they thought it was was life. Yeah. So, as you said, like, they thought he was dead. He looked like a corpse. Me, to my understanding, this represents when God is about to do something great in your life. Mm. You know, sometimes people say, I go, I pray, I pray about this issue. Nothing is happening. Mm -hmm. You know, some of them have been in bondage. Some of them have been in things and... It's like, God, are you coming? God, are you coming? Eh, are, you, are you doing something? Then immediately the thing worsens. Mm. Once you are praying, that's when it's worsens. Once you are fasting, <laughs> that's when it's worsens. Mm. I've yeah. been there. I've that's been there. Oh, of, my God. A lot of us can relate to that. It's yeah. like, God. <laughs> like, the I moment you pray you. about, yeah. And you know you believe. This is not someone yeah. who doesn't. You know you believe. You know you've been seeking God diligently. Mm-hmm. Like, God, because this one that you can do is simple. It's sharp, sharp. You know, you can do it easily. And that's when the thing scattered. That's when it becomes worse. Mm. And I'm like, oh, wow, God, are you there? God, is it like, am, am I, it's like, am I really dead? Or as Job said, what I feared has come upon me. Mm-hmm. Everything has, all the things that you feared has happened. Mm. It's like, when the thing you were managing is small, small. Mm. No? The moment you prayed about when it. The moment you prayed about it, then it has worsened. Mm. I believe that's something that's very, um, what word can I use? We can relate to. Mm-hmm. It's relatable. As believers, it's relatable. And it's... God always does his best work. Mm-hmm. You know, when it seems like everything is destroyed, it seems like every, we, everything is dead. Like Jesus, this when Jesus died, he was like, oh, Charlie, the Messiah has died, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our hope is gone, no. But then... Mm-hmm. The best was yet to come. Yeah, that's how God does His work best. Mm-hmm. When Goliath came, 
and it seemed like a dead end and see david <laughs> like ah, you come against me with dogs like uh, goliath was he was he was really insulted he felt so insulted he felt so insulted like, like, among all the men of israel like ah, is this he's not even wearing armor like i'm sure goliath would have excused him that go and wear armor and come yes <laughs> <laughs> like everything everything's you know it's like you are praying about it like what's come to deliver you are the deliverer has come like he has died yeah easily too <laughs> <laughs> he didn't put up a fight he didn't put up a fight like ah god you pa like i trusted you <laughs> yeah but god has his best work mm-hmm. when everything seems to have fallen Mm-hmm. That's when he does. That's when he shows you that he's God. Said, "Be still." Mm-hmm. This is the way of him, the boy being still for God to show that he's God. <laughs> like yeah. he was still, he was a corpse. Like they thought he was dead, but then when he rose up, then that that is a blessing. That mm-hmm. that is a miracle. God is a God of wonders. God is a God of show. I call him the showman. <laughs> he's a showman. You know, he doesn't do simple things. Little, he does it for us, Doba. Yeah. He will do it in a grand style. He's majestic. He's a king. He can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> you want him to deliver you and deliver yeah, you in secret. Too. Yes. You want him to the deliver you too, and yeah. deliver you in secret. No, he will deliver you so that everybody will see and your yeah. enemies will see. You... That's an interesting <laughs> thing. He will do it and, and when things crumble, there will be people to witness yes. that they have crumbled. Yes. There will be people who talk about you yes. and people who, who defame you that no. has crumbled. He wants them no, to be there. Yeah. Now, just imagine the people that were spitting on Jesus, mm. beating Jesus, mm. you know, tearing his clothes, like casting lots. They mm. were gambling with his clothes. Mm-hmm. Then he said, Yeah, I'm back again. <laughs> In glorious know, style. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. That's God. So just for us, an encouragement for us that Charlie, me, me inclusive. Yeah. That when everything seems like it's dead, when everything seems like like it's it's nothing will happen again like the end has come what i feared has come upon me that is when god does his best work glory doesn't god has his best work doesn't god has his best work like (laughs) it's amazing the god we serve thank you jesus glory thank you jesus this has been an amazing conversation we have really enjoyed it i just want to end with this the fact that peter was sleeping when revelation was going on <laughs> he was daydreaming that we should stop sleeping as believers we have to pray that man slept too much we have to pray Charlie. stop sleeping yes hearing conversations in heaven when you are sleeping <laughs> god help us god help us so let me pray so that we go yeah. out Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, thank you for an insightful, powerful, beautiful conversation. We thank you, O Lord, that in this conversation, there is truth and there is freedom. You said where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. May any who listen, O Lord, be freed from any bondage. We pray, O Lord, that may they be redeemed. May their minds be made anew. O Lord, we pray that may they walk well on this earth and may they oh lord serve you well we pray that this understanding will impact their life and this life that has been spoken here today will be at work in them yeah in the mighty name of jesus amen amen catch you next time daniel yeah conversations (laughs) like this